Bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some pops coming out. We got some, uh, well, we got Blood Splatter Pennywise. That was exclusive to the Funko Shop, Pop-Up Shop, whatever. Um, Cabbage Guy from Avatar. I don't remember that guy. Did you even watch the show? I watched the show, but apparently I don't remember him. Wow, I suck. Disappointing. Dude, let's face it. You're always disappointed in me. (laughs) Great welcome back. Thanks, bro. Not wrong. Appreciate it. This is a great welcome back. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we got uh, Samurai Jack 2-pack coming out. Uh, that will uh, be exclu- – most of these are exclusive to New York Comic Con, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. They, they just haven't – all. I think all of these are. Okay. Um, so let's say we'll be going over the some – The ones that aren't. Okay. I think like the one – What? So basically we'll be talking about a bunch of New York Comic Con pops. Um, and then we'll also yeah, be uh, going over <laughs> some new Avengers Endgame pops that actually just got announced today, uh, September twelfth. So that's is that's is that is awesome. Um, and then we also have some Back to the Future and Invader Zim Invader Zim pops to talk about. Um, and then with Blu-rays, we got a uh, Dark Phoenix coming out. We'll be talking about that even though that's a terrible movie. Uh, with Through the Wall, uh, it looks like Disney has their eyes set on Haley Steinfeld for a role, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, we have No this week's sneak peeks. It's a very dry week. Um, we'll be going over what's in the box after that, and then our main event of the evening will be our breakdown of It Chapter 2. Hell yes. Yeah. So, what do you say we get started, Caleb? Let's do it. All right. All right. So, starting off with adventures in hunting. Uh, first off, we got Blood Splatter Pennywise, which this dropped on the Funko Shop, I believe, last week, didn't it? Uh yes. Okay. It did. And I don't it dropped on the on the six. Okay. And I don't think it's sold out. I think it, it actually might still be up. Yeah. Wait. So they call it like blood splatter pennywise, but it's just like the what he was in the in the fun house. Yeah, it's lit like with the tongue out. Like literally this could have been a chase version of the original pop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's dude. Like, this is probably one. If I got this, I would probably keep it in the box. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, just because it's kind of goes with the the scene. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I mean. It, yeah, I think that'd be pretty. Cool. I I agree, and I mean, if I ever found it for pretty cheap, maybe on eBay, I'll get it. But I'm not gonna spend twenty two dollars on it. Fair. <laughs> Although I did <laughs> spend uh, about twenty dollars on the uh, ten-inch Pennywise, so I was able to get a really good deal off Amazon. Uh, they were doing a warehouse deal to where, even though the box is beat up, 
the pop is still in really good condition. So yeah, they were selling it for like eighteen something. So Sweet. I know, dude, you can't beat that for a ten inch pop. Hell no, you can't. So I'll eventually probably get that because I feel I have to own every single Pennywise. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Just like Caleb has to own every Hulk. You're damn straight. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, this is okay. So, is Cabbage Guy is he part of New York Comic Con? Uh, he is. Okay. All right. And he's uh, I'm not surprised you haven't heard of him because he's the guy that always gets his little cabbage cart like destroyed. I'm sure I have. The Avatar does, dude. I'm sure I have. It's just it's been so long since I've seen that show. Yeah, it's been a while for mm. me too. Was he in the movie? Uh, I don't think so. Wow, how dare they leave him out? But why would you bring up that movie? <laughs> like, shut up. Because <laughs> I know it pisses off true fans. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of people are gonna hate me. Nah, just a couple. Yeah. Okay, that that makes me feel a little better. Are Are you gonna pick <laughs> this guy up? Probably not. I think it's just funny. Not, but it's definitely not one I'm gonna pick up. Are you gonna do you plan on picking up any of the Avatar Pops? I I highly doubt it. Like I liked Avatar a lot, but I there's nothing from that show that I really that really stuck with me. Okay. I get that. So probably not one I'm gonna get. Alright. Uh next up we got uh the Samurai Jack two pack coming to New York Comic Con as well. I actually never watched this show. Um, so I didn't either. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. Phew. Yeah, but it's just because it had that like anime-ish style, and I like got into it like with like in the middle, and then it's, I it couldn't keep my attention. I I think the animation looked really good. It's I don't I. For some reason, I just never got around to watching it as a kid. Wasn't it on Cartoon Network? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or it says, well, yeah, Cartoon Network, but it also says Adult Swim on it. Dang how. So, how violent was this show if it was on Adult Swim? Beats me. <laughs> I kind of want to see. Yeah, dude. Seriously though. Um, I mean, overall, pretty cool two pack. I have to admit. Yeah, that was a pretty decent cool or two pack. All right, uh, next up we got Daria. I literally know nothing about this. I don't really know. Neither do I. <laughs> we suck. Well, it's just certain shows we just didn't watch, but the figures I still think are important to talk. Oh, about. I know, I know, I agree, but I mean we're two for two here, man. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but we're getting into the shit that we do know. True, true. All right, next up we got Mark Hamill in basically casual clothing. Yeah. So this one's uh, actually not New York Comic Con. This is a designer con exclusive. So I can basically kiss my chances of getting this goodbye. I don't know, depending on how rare the designer cons are. Yeah, I have no idea. So knowing my luck, it probably is going to be very rare and... Yeah, there's no chance of me getting this. 
<laughs> just knowing my luck, I I mean, I missed out on Scrappy-Doo. Like, how does Scrappy-Doo sell out? I still don't get that. So if I can't get Scrappy-Doo, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this Mark Hamill. I just, I just, I just have a feeling. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got Big Bang Vegeta. You're the more so Dragon Ball yeah. fan. So these ones are like some new Dragon Ball ones. Are they exclusive to New York Comic Con as well? Or just regular? Uh, let me see if I can find... I think these are just regular. Yeah, I'm pretty sure these are just regular. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they had... Uh, let's see where, where the picture of them was. Looks like the, they took the picture down, but, um, yeah. So this was like a Big Bang Vegeta, but he's like in uh, Super Saiyan mode. It looks pretty cool. Uh, like I said, these aren't ones that I would get. There's like meditating Piccolo, but he's like in his full uh, Namekian outfit. Uh, the only the other two, I think these are Hot Topic exclusives are just like the Super Saiyan Armor Vegeta and Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Hmm. And those ones are pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Those are cool. I'm surprised Koi hasn't collected any of these. I really am. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think he knows enough about it and he doesn't, like, he doesn't have a way of getting around like we do, so maybe that's what's keeping him. All right, okay. That, okay, I'll give you that. That's fair. Okay, so... Did you... Okay, so wait, did you already cover that other Dragon Ball Pop? That was also on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I, I covered all the, the... Perfect. Dragon Ball ones. Okay, next up we got Kevin with the Carl and Ellie house. And I don't really need Kevin, but I kind of want this just for the house. Dude, I want it just for the house. Cause I'm kind of pissed off that they're in a two-pack. I know, right? Because honestly, this would be perfect for the uh, the San Diego Comic-Con two-pack exclusive they had of Carl and Ellie as kids. Just like placing that in front. Just, oh, that would just be so great. Dude, that would be awesome. Oh. But it's probably going to be like $60. <laughs> probably because <laughs> everything cool is expensive yeah that's a shitty part about living in the world nowadays yep. yeah seriously though alright uh, next up after that we got uh, Benson from I'm assuming this is Benson uh, from Toy Story 4 um, I do not want to own a Funko Pop of a character that made me um, kind of shit my pants <laughs> yeah this one's funky i don't know if it's specifically benson i think they just called it like ventre like dummy or something oh they did yeah because oh. benson looked a lot like all the others so i think they just said dummy yeah okay that's a good point still creepy though oh super even creepy. in pop form <laughs> Alright, next up after that, we got our new Avengers Endgame line. Uh, let's see. What, do you have that pulled up at all, Caleb? Yeah, I do. Perfect. Um, 
Yeah, for those of you who can't tell, we're recording separate this week because I'm gone. Because he sucks. You suck. You were gone last week, asshole. Hey, I had a good reason, though. <laughs> I have a better reason. Yeah, okay. Kind of. Okay, they were both good reasons. Come on. It's even. Yeah. Well, at least I showed up. <laughs> I had to move through the night, so kiss my ass. So you can suck it. Hey, you guys did. Uh, anyway, you guys did great. So, no harm, no foul. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the first new Avengers Endgame figures that we got, uh, we got Gamer Korg, which is just Korg and his like, kind of a, like a, something. It looks like something Taika Waititi would yeah, wear. Yeah, it, it legit looks like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's just holding a controller, has headphones on his head. And is it just me, or are you seeing, like, little green spots on it? I am, Yeah, I am, too. What the hell? Yeah, I don't think he had that in the movie. Yeah, I don't he? think he did either. Interesting. It's Noob Master. He put him on them. <laughs> Being called... Okay, then the next one... Yeah, the next one is Captain Marvel, which, with her haircut... Uh, her new suit, like, look, and it looks like she has, like, the lightning or fire around her. Like, that one's pretty cool. That one is pretty cool. I'll probably pick that one up. Yeah. Uh, the next one we got is Bro Thor, or shirtless Bro Thor, uh, holding a pizza. <laughs> I kind of really like that one. I do, too. I don't know if I want that one more or Big Lebowski Thor. Well, I mean, they're basically the same thing. I mean, like, with the one where he's, like, actually, like, fully clothed. Right. Um, the next one we got is one that I'm definitely going to be picking up, and it is Smart Hulk with two tacos. As much as he hated what they did with Hulk in this movie, he still has to have it. Yes. I'm committed. I don't know, dude. Professor Hulk kind of grew on me after seeing it so many times. No. <laughs> yes. No, forget you. <laughs> um. Okay. Next up, we got kind of like a burnt-looking Thanos. Like, if you were to paint this gr green, this would basically be Shrek. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Do you think they uh, should, uh... So, it's just... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's just Thanos with the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. It doesn't look like there are any stones on it. Ah, oh, damn. Um, and then half of his feint is, like, beat up. Do you think they should do a movie moment uh, for when uh, Thor's cutting off his head? That'd be a tough one to do with, with the figures. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it'd be a lot easier than... Doing uh when they um basically all hold him down and then Thor chops off his hand or his arm. Fair. So, but that would be a really cool know, movie a, moment. There's a lot of movie moments that they could do, but they would be like really difficult to pull off. But then again, they did pull off the Hulk smashing Loki movie moment. Yeah. So, I mean, what do I know? Funko just <laughs> better not do. 
ones of like Black Widow and Gamora after that their sacrifice. Oh my god! I will be destroyed. Okay, <laughs> uh, the next uh, one in that line is uh, instant kill mode Spider-Man, and I just barely noticed this. He's holding the Infinity Gauntlet. You didn't see that? No. You suck. Shit, I might need that one. <laughs> now that I see that, that one's really cool. So that's what sells you? Not the spider legs or, you know, like the red eyes because of instant kill? No, it's because he's holding the Infinity Gauntlet. I love the Infinity Gauntlet. I love the Tony Stark Infinity Gauntlet. It's so cool. It is, but I still like the original better. Maybe it's just because it was you know, it was made for Thanos. And I just love Thanos yeah, so much. that's probably it. Uh, and then the last figure in this this line is a Captain America, uh, like a battle-worn Captain America with lightning around him and holding Stormbreaker and a broken shield. And I think Caleb can agree, this is the coolest one out of the whole new line. Oh, for sure. This is this one better dude. not be so like a Funko cool. Shop exclusive, dude. I swear. Have they have they announced yet if these <laughs> are all commons or like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck so bad, dude. I would cry. You already destroyed my chances of getting the other one because it was a Marvel collector core. Don't do this one as well, Funko. Yeah. All right, and then after that, uh, we got a, a new Back to the Future pop coming out. Uh, we got Marty McFly, and isn't he wearing his uh, Western gear? Yeah, so this is the one, I think this is Back to the Future 3. Yeah, the one everybody hates. Or at least that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen this movie. I just don't, I don't remember hating it. I've never seen any of them. I haven't even seen the first. What? I know, right? Dude. Let's leave a let's leave a moment of silence for everyone to shame me. <laughs> uh, um yeah, so this is I think yeah, this is his back to the future outfit where he's wearing like the pink like super flamboyant looking uh western gear and this one's pretty cool is it one you would buy though not one i would buy wow but <laughs> still cool it, I, I admit it is even though i haven't even seen any of the movies all right and then yeah. last but certainly not least with funko pops we got a new invader zim pop coming out yes and, do you and this one's just zim holding the the earth and then it comes with a small little gur uh, with a piggy. Okay, that might be one I actually so, have to pick up. I want that one super bad. It better not be an exclusive. I love Invader <laughs> Zim. It was a great show. I, f I f you probably uh, liked it more than I did, because um, I didn't watch it a lot. Uh, but I do remember really enjoying the show growing up. The show, I loved the show. Like, I didn't get to watch the show until I was, yeah, like, teenager age. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I instantly loved the show. I thought it was freaking hilarious, and I still do. No, it is a very day. good show. I actually just watched the movie on Netflix. Yeah, how was it? It was super good. <laughs> like, did did it live up to the show? I feel it did. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. Like, everything was on par. The humor was on par with the show. Like, I was laughing out loud, like, throughout the entire movie. Damn. So, yeah, I applaud it for that. Okay, I'm going to have to check so, that out. I, I really liked it. Okay, I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. All right, now moving on to uh, Blu-rays. We got Dark Phoenix coming out this week. Uh, there's going to be a Best Buy exclusive steelbook as well as a Target digibook. I will not be picking up either because this movie was... I didn't hate this movie, but it's not worth like $30. Yeah, definitely not. I'll pay like 10 Uh Dark Phoenix we gave a C- to. Oh, damn, so it barely passed. Yeah, barely. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm hoping that Steelbook doesn't sell out and then they just like put it on sale for like if it's like 15 bucks or lower, I think I would probably jump on it just because it is such a gorgeous Steelbook. Just sucks for such a bad movie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Eh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eh. All right, next up with uh, Through the Wall, the only one bit of news that we got, uh, Disney is eyeing Haley Steinfeld to play uh, Kate Bishop in uh, the Disney Plus series Hawkeye. And I... This is sorry. inspired casting. I completely agree. I really hope this happens because she is a tremendous actress. She is, and especially if they're going to be doing the transfer from the shows to movies, she, we know she can hold a movie on her oh, own. Oh, yeah, de- absolutely. So, I mean, it may not be the, the Clint Barton Hawkeye movie that we get. It may be the Kate Bishop movie that we get, and I'm, I'm okay with I that. I am, too. As long as we get some kind of Hawkeye movie, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> You're not picky? No, not re- I mean, you know, I I know a lot more about Clint Barton than I do about Kate Bishop, but I still love them both. They're both great um, iterations of Hawkeye. Dude, that would be a decent dream cast. That way you get to know Kate Bishop a little bit. Yeah, dude, if I'm If you were de- to do a, another Hawkeye. Dude, we should. Uh, Dreamcast with Kate Bishop. Yeah, instead of Clint. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Dude, we should do that with uh, with heroes that we don't know that well. We should do a Dreamcast, and then that just gives us the research that we need to know to like go and research that. Yeah, dude, I love this. Like a character we don't know anything about, but want to yeah like that'd be a good way to learn about them i agree is there any coming to mind for you right now that you want to learn more about that you'd want to do dreamcast um 
Yeah, so with me being gone for three weeks, I, I subscribed to the Marvel Unlimited. So I've actually been doing a lot of reading on different characters. Um, I've right now I'm reading the uh, the House of M storyline. What's that? What's that about? But bef- so it's about uh, Scarlet Witch kind of using her reality warping powers. It's just because I'm trying to get some research in because I feel like this is the adaptation that they're going to go with with WandaVision. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I'm reading that right now. I just started that today, the day that we're recording, Thursday. And uh, I actually I read a few Moon Knight uh, comics the other day. I uh, read some She-Hulk. Uh, got caught up on Immortal Hulk. So I've been doing a lot of reading this. He's this past week that's awesome do you think uh moon knight would be hard to do a dreamcast of moon knight would be super easy to do a dreamcast about oh, okay well that's good to hear <laughs> yeah so i yeah i think that'd be a great way to to learn more about heroes we don't really know all that well because yeah, i definitely agree i want to know as much about uh kate bishop as i do about clint barton so yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Uh, so we don't have any uh, this week's sneak peeks, which is very sad. I'm going to cry a little bit. <laughs> uh, but moving on to what's in the box. Um, this past weekend, It Chapter 2 hit the big screen. Um, and not surprisingly, it came in at number one. But it did not pass It Chapter 1 which kind of sucks for an opening weekend. So it's the second highest grossing uh, uh, weekend box office for a horror movie. It is still number one. And then in number three is Halloween from last year. Uh, but It Chapter 2 brought in $91 million. So that's actually not bad. That's not bad at all. But I'm sure Warner Brothers was hoping for a lot more. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but... Let's just. Ho- I I do hope that it does make its money back. That you know, it it. I hope it at least matches in chapter one. So, uh, and then in number two we got Angel Has Fallen, that brought in close to six million, so like barely, barely, um, missed it by, what was it, uh, so it brought in five million nine hundred ninety thousand. And one hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Hmm. So, it's barely. That kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> and then at number three, we got Good Boys. Uh, that brought in uh, about fifty-five hundred. Uh, in number four, we got The Lion King. That brought in another four million. What week is Lion King on? That is an excellent question. Uh, it is in its eighth week. That's not bad. Yeah, that is still not... top five. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay, continue. Uh, and then in uh number five, finishing out the top five, we got Hobbs and Shaw, which brought in another three million, almost four million. Um, yeah, 
I from what I've seen, that movie I don't think really was that big of a success for Universal, or at least what they wanted it to be. So that sucks. Right. I think everyone went in just expecting it to be another Fast and Furious movie. Which it somewhat is, but I still enjoyed it. You went and saw it? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I saw Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, I think opening weekend, actually. Huh, I did not know yeah. that. I thought I told you that. Nope. Oh. My bad. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Uh, all right. So now that that short bit of news is sadly finished, what do you say we move on to our main event of the evening? I say let's do it. Sweet. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Right, with our main event of the evening, we'll be doing our All Bros breakdown of It Chapter 2. So, hell yes. Yes, where we will all float today. <laughs> I wish I had a red balloon with me. Okay, so I went to go see this on Tuesday. As did I. Right? So, I I got home from work. And got to my hotel room. And then I, I changed and everything, and I had a couple hours to kill, so I was just like watching TV or something. And then when it came time to go to the movies, I went to the movie, but I walked over there because it, it's like right across the street from my hotel. Okay, nice. So I walked over there. Probably the worst mistake of my life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I got out around, so my movie was at like six, and I got out around eight, and I was walking back, and I was I was paranoid the entire walk back, and so I, I, I got a, ran across the street, and I was going through the parking lot, and I started hearing this like, this beating from somewhere and I looked around and there was a it wasn't red but it there was a balloon <laughs> stuck to one of the the lights in the parking lot Oh shit dude <laughs> I have never run that fast in my freaking life <laughs> Yeah I got back to my room turned all the lights on <laughs> And turn on like a comedy to help like calm myself down a little bit. Oh, that's too funny. Because I was like freaking out. See, I didn't feel that way at all coming out of this movie. The first one I did. But yeah, for <laughs> some reason, yeah, this one I did not feel that. But that's pretty funny. I really wish it was a red yeah, balloon. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. That would have been even better. Uh. Oh my gosh, I would have shit my pants in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, what do you say we uh, read off the uh, plot of this beautiful movie? Well, it's, it's a good movie. Alright, let's... Alright, in 2006... Oh, hold on. Oh, sorry. First off, for anyone new to our breakdown system, our we break down eight individual parts oh. of... 
each movie that we break down are so we split it into eight sections and we split it between story the writing the acting character development music effects costumes and then just give it an overall genre grade yes and yeah so with that so now that you know how our system works now you can read in we can get into the talking about the story because rose doesn't know what he's talking about and skips over stuff Rose sucks. Yeah, Rose freaking sucks. <laughs> All right. In 2016, Derry Maine, Adrian Mellon, and his boyfriend Don Hagarty are attacked by a group of homophobic youths. Mellon is then thrown from a bridge and killed by Pennywise the Dancing Clown while Don watches helplessly. Mike Hanlon overhears the incident on a police scanner and rushes to the scene. Upon realizing that it has resurfaced, he calls the other members of the Loser Club, Losers Club, Bill Denbro, Ben Hanscom, Beverly Marsh, Richie Tozer, Eddie Kasbrack, and Stanley Uris back to Derry. Most are I'm I'm gonna butcher this word. Am amni amnesiac amnesiac? It's Caleb, help me out here. Amnesiac? Am, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I know English, I swear. Um, about <laughs> about their childhoods and disturbed by the calls, but agree to return. Stanley, however, commits suicide after his call. Okay. So, I didn't for a second. I did not think that this opening was in the book. I thought um, Andy Muschietti decided to just put this in here to kind of make a statement. But um, from further research, it turns out it was in the book, but it had, to me, way better context. Um, because because uh, the second part of this book takes place in the, what is it? Didn't it t- I think it takes place in like the 80s, I believe. Um, so the, right. yeah, so the AIDS epidemic was like huge and like literally no one wanted to deal with that shit. So it made sense that people were like, oh, you know, I see, you know, a gay couple making out. I'm not going to deal with that shit. I'm going to, you know, like, what's the word? Um, Do something about it. So, right. So I think that made more sense. Um, But I mean, it was very terrifying that, you know, like, or it was disturbing seeing a youth just being like, oh, we don't like that shit in dairy. Knock that stuff off. And, like, to the point where they're just like, oh, you know, you guys are, you know, so, what's the word? I don't know what word I'm looking for. But just watching uh those two, like, get the snot kicked out of them, especially that one guy that is sadly killed by Pennywise later, um, what's his name, Adrian, that was hard to watch. Like, I wanted to actually turn away because that that was very hard to watch. Yeah, so when you told me about that and Dan gave me the context, because I didn't really care for the opening either. But in the book, the kids are from, like, the 60s, right? Yeah. So, or, like, well, from the like the original. So, and yeah. then 27 years later would put it in, like, the 80s or, like, the late 80s. Or yeah, 90s. I want to I wanna say it takes... They were either I can't remember if they were kids in the fifties or sixties. I want to say that's when they were kids. 
Yeah, so that's from the original. Yeah. So I think the reason that felt really odd and maybe out of place is because they did that time shift where yeah. it was the kids from the 80s and now it's like our time. I mean, and you still do see that these days and I I think this really showed like how like messed up of a town Derry is cuz like it was very sad just watching yeah. them, you know, put like back the beaver hat on him and just say, "Oh, welcome to Derry" and just dump him into the lake. But I still think that the book, uh the context of the whole situation was definitely handled a lot better. Yeah, I agree. But still a Still a very interesting opening, and uh, it was very disturbing watching him, like, almost drowned and, like, just seeing, like, Pennywise reaching to help him, and then Pennywise, you know, eats his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, they, they, they got this movie off to, like, a very strong start. Yeah, they, they really did. Even the logo, how they introduced oh. it, saying It's Chapter 2, like, how it kind of, like was in, like, carnival style. I thought that was really cool. That was way cool. All right, so uh, the losers reunite at a local restaurant and slowly begin to recover their memories, but are terrified by disturbing visions and taunts caused by it. The group is then informed of Stanley's suicide. Okay, so um, didn't we watch the original It? We did. Okay. So, I actually completely forgot of why Stanley decides to commit suicide. So, it was actually, um, I'm glad that I did because it was a welcome surprise to see why he did it towards the ending. It made sense. I really liked how they addressed that, too. Yeah, they did. Like, they just didn't leave us hanging being like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, I I think they handled it very well. I mean, it was still very sad. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Like I, I feel like as soon as he was getting in the bath, I knew where. Oh that yeah. Shit was well, yeah, because I think. Well, I mean, that's how he uh, killed himself in the original. So I'm like, okay, yeah. So yeah, here, here we go again. Yeah. But I mean, the actor so, they picked to play Stanley, even though he's barely in the movie, he did a great job as adult Stanley. Yeah. He even actually he, he did a really good job. He honestly looks like like. Looking at a grown-up version, I could see the kid that played Stanley growing up to look like that. Dude, I totally could too. Like they, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, you guys got spot on." Yeah, seriously though, like it was insane. Um, yeah. um, the dinner scene, like before that they like before they found out that Stanley had done that. Yeah. The dinner scene was. I, I felt was awesome. It really just watching I, them like talk about like old memories of them in the Losers Club. That uh, especially like the banter between Eddie and Richie. That was oh, that was just so great. Yeah, this, like this is a testament to like the actors. Yeah, but they felt like friends. Oh yeah, like they felt like a really tight group of friends, and I think it just with all like the amazing actors. And I don't think that like, I did not consider Bill Hader someone that was like a serious actor until this movie. I didn't either because he does freaking amazing. He does. He had some of the best lines. 
I was telling a Caleb one that like this was like one of the big lines that like I li- just laughed my ass off at and it's before they even go into the restaurant and um Ben and Bev are uh you know um talking to each other saying oh you know you look great you know just complimenting each other and then uh Richie walks up and he's like yeah you guys look great what the f happened to me <laughs> this is so funny dude his comedy is just super amazing yeah he is spot on when it comes to delivery a better actor for richie no they couldn't and i feel it i feel that way a lot about uh the people uh the adult actors they chose to play the losers club yeah they did amazing yeah all right um sorry what did you think of the scene with like all the the fortune cookies? Oh, that was yeah. Because I'll be real, because I I forgot I like I didn't realize that Beverly didn't open hers. I didn't either. Yeah, until they like flipped the camera on her, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, dude, I kind of had that like that panicky feel too. When they were trying to put them all together, I was thinking, like, what the hell do all these words mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was awesome because I felt like I was part of that moment. And then, like, they real- they looked over at Beverly, and I was just like, oh, shit, she hasn't opened hers yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cool. They kind of put, like, a little puzzle into the movie. Yeah. And they, like, they made, at least in that scene, it felt like you were part of that. Like, it had some, like, audience engagement. Yeah, no, it did. And how did you feel about, like, when the fortune cookies, like, started coming to life? Holy shit, dude. Dude, that baby one was, oh my goodness, disturbing. Uh, hell yeah. That was the worst (laughs) one of it all, and that crying just, like, blah. Dude, everyone else, like, how they freaked out, like, Again, this just goes to show how perfect these actors were. But they were losing their minds exactly how I think I would have. Oh, I would have done the same thing. I would have done what Richie did, just pick up a chair and start beating the shit out of the table. Just shouting, it's not real, it's not real! I just love how he fought. Anyway, uh, continue on. Who? Wait. Oh, sorry. sorry. So, like, after like he does that, who is it that says, "Can we get the check, please"? So that was Richie. Oh, that, okay. Mike was the one that was smashing the chair. Oh yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. That yeah. that was insane, dude. I love how like no one was paying attention to that. Yeah, seriously. If I'm in a restaurant and I hear that much commotion, I'm gonna go over to check see what's going on. Yeah, like, no one's giving them fun, funny looks when they're walking out. Like, I would have been staring at those people for the rest of my trip inside that restaurant. Yeah, and, like, they didn't have anyone from, like, an employee or a management come up and say, you guys need to, like, calm down. Like, all they get is just an employee, like, walking up and saying, oh, is everything okay? <laughs> I was just like... Yeah, exactly. It's like, you heard all that, right? Does it sound like we're okay? <laughs> like no we're fine <laughs> stuff happens to us on a daily basis it's all good or should I say 27 year basis <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, so the group is then informed of Stanley's suicide. Richie and Eddie Richie and Eddie. Richie and Eddie decide to leave while Mike reveals to Bill that he met with a Native American tribe who showed him a vision of it arriving to Earth from the stars and informed him of the ritual of Chud. I want to say I said that right. I think so. Of Chud. How do you spell it? Uh, C-H-U-D. Yeah, with the way Mike was saying it, did I thought it was like Jude or something, but Chud. Okay, That sounds Shude. right. Uh, a way of destroying it once and for all. Bill and Mike convince Richie and Eddie to stay and finish what was started. Henry Henry Bowers having okay sorry let's skipping it that's skipping ahead here. Um, were you did you like comprehend uh what all was Mike was saying about how to destroy it? I understood a little bit of it. Like it did take after uh his whole vision with uh. With Bill, with Billy, yeah, like after he, yeah. after he drugged him, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it did take after that thing for me to comprehend it a little bit better, um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't have like a full comprehension of what the whole ceremony was until they were actually like down there. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I was the same way. But I mean, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I'm wondering if there's more context about it in the actual book. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I've really got to read this book. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, uh, dude. Something that I really liked is how Billy, throughout this movie, like he, when they opened it up with him. And was showing like his life and everything. He didn't stutter once, and I was just, I noticed that like I was like oh like did he just like grow out of his stutter? Yeah, that's what and I then thought as too. As soon as he gets back to Derry, it starts like coming back. Oh shit! I didn't even catch on to that. I thought he was just like yeah, I th- like his stutter was com- almost completely gone in the beginning and then as soon as he comes to dairy even when he's having a good time it like starts to come back more and more and more see i thought he just um stopped trying to hide it because he was around his friends and you know he had nothing to hide but oh shit why didn't you can't really hide a stutter like that oh yeah okay good point man you're picking up on so much stuff and i'm just making myself look stupider and stupider Uh, all right. So, um, Henry Bowers, having survived his apparent death, has been confined to a mental hospital. But with the help of it, he escapes. Uh, the guy that they picked to play adult Henry Bowers was fantastic. They did really good with him. Yeah. The issue I had was that he didn't look anything like the kid. I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. Besides, like, if they would have cast someone else as the kid or cast someone else as the adult, that would have been like, would have been awesome. I feel he he needed to be taller because Henry's pretty tall in the in the in chapter one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So, but I'm so great actor, not super great casting though. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. 
What did you think of like the whole um when he was getting arrested as a kid? Like they were going hard on him. Like that was damn. Brutal. <laughs> but then uh, yeah. So we'll get into it a little. Like okay. So I'll just get into it now. Okay. But because this confused the hell out of me. They were talking about the like all of the flashback scenes when they were going to like gather their tokens. Mm-hmm. All of the flashback scenes were of that summer where they separated, right? Yeah, because that's the only time they really hung out. Okay, so if that's this, if that was the summer that all these flashbacks took place, what the hell? was up with Richie's. Like, when he did, when they had the flashback and he was in the arcade and he was getting picked on, Henry Bowers came out. And I was like, wait, I thought that asshole got arrested. Well, yeah, no. So, every single flashback they had, that takes place before they do that whole, like, ceremony thing. Like, you know, like when they cut their, uh, their hands to make an oath that if it it returned, they'd come back. Right. Yeah, so... so wait, that was before? Yeah, all of the flashbacks are before that. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, that, that's what it seemed like. Because after that whole, like, ceremony and everything, they don't see each other after that. They just all go their separate ways. Which, honestly, is, like, sad. If, like, you guys are that good of friends, why are you guys just gonna you know, break apart like that. Yeah. Uh, but that, like, that's what confused me. Like, so, not, like, so most of the flashbacks were with, like, I thought this was, like, the summer that they separated, because they didn't leave or separate immediately after Derry. What did, wait, what? Like, they had, like, they didn't, like, after the first, like, okay, so when they, they've, all these flashbacks were before Pennywise? Yes. Well, it, it kind of like, so the, uh, I want to say the flashbacks happened, like, during the time that, you know, like, oh, they're like, you know, this is where it is supposed to be, this is how we're supposed to defeat it, stuff like that. So it's, ba- okay. it's kind of, basically, it's kind of like deleted scenes from the first It. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. I just... Because I was thinking this all happened after. Oh, yeah, no. Like, after they went and stabbed Pennywise in the head, I thought they were still having, like, those hauntings from him. No, uh uh-uh. No, this this all happens before. Because that's weird, though. Because I... Especially with, like, Beverly and Ben. Yeah. Because I thought Beverly wasn't part of their group until, oh, I guess you never do really see Beverly, huh? You see, the only the only time I remember seeing her was in Ben's flashback. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then she's still calling him, like, new kid. Okay. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah, so. All right. All right, so for the ritual to work, each loser must have an artifact from their past. Beverly goes to her old home and finds the love letter Ben wrote for her, though she still believes Bill wrote it. 
okay, this scene, because, you know, like, this was the first time that we finally got to see what the woman uh, looked like. Uh, Holy balls. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had the same reaction. <laughs> that was... Dude, that was so much worse than I thought it was <laughs> yeah, going dude, to be. <laughs> oh. oh, that was terrifying. <laughs> Dude, so you know, when I go see horror movies in theaters, I'm usually, like, like closing one of my ears or, like, have my fingers in my ear. Yeah. So I thought I knew that scene because I'd seen the trailer for for It Chapter 2 a lot. So I was, I was prepared for that scene, and I was like, okay, like, I know this one's going to be, like, have this little jump scare. I'll be fine. Nope. <laughs> as soon as she co- started coming running and she was like bent down and had the funky face I was just like what the hell <laughs> like what is this oh oh my gosh dude that was so creepy it seriously was she just had to be naked didn't she yeah uh, freaking disgusting seriously though <sighs> anyway all right, moving on from that terrifying image. <laughs> uh, Bill goes to the storm drain where Georgie was killed and recovers recovers Georgie's paper boat before meeting a boy named Dean who tells Bill that he lives in Bill's old house and often hears voices of children and a clown coming from the shower drain. Um, I was honestly amazed that Bill was able to escape all those hands grabbing him when he reached into the drain for the... Um, the paper boat. I'm amazed he got out with the paper boat. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, dude, how did you not let that go? Yeah, no shit. I thought his token was going to be the bike. That's what I thought too. But at the same time, like, how could you burn that? Well, I mean, I guess you could. Oh, well, duh, you could just burn like one of the handlebars. True. Yeah. But. Yeah, I I love how yeah, it's... like that one. That one was kind of that token was kind of dumb. Really, that one because made that's sense. Because that's like basically pe- it made sense, but it was dumb in the sense that it was basically Pennywise giving it to Bill. All right, I'll give you that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so it it felt weird. I d- to me, I was just kind of like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Like, you're giving him the tool he needs to try and kill you. Yeah. It was, though, very disturbing just watching him. Not very disturbing, but it was interesting just seeing him, like, shout at the kid. Shout at the, shout at the kid. Just, you know, move out of dairy. Never come back. Make up an excuse to your parents. You have to move. Just get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't really like the whole, like, the sequences with the kid. Like, I liked the the funhouse sequence, but I didn't like the whole deal with the, that they did with the kid. Felt weird. Did you feel he was set up to die? He was totally set up to die. I knew that kid wasn't making it. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) Alright, so Ben goes to the town's high school. And finds his old yearbook page, which Beverly was the only person to sign. And then we see, uh, in this part, we also see his like flashback of him sitting after class, uh, 
putting his books away and then like Beverly starts smoking and it's like Sadie like goes in for because I'm confused about this because I don't know actually what she said because it just cuts to like Pennywise saying stuff that like you know like Bev would never say but Ben you know goes in to kiss her and she's like oh wait no I'm I'm not thinking that and then Pennywise is just like why would someone you know want to kiss you you're so fat and you know all this this crap and it's just like okay when did it cut off from Beverly like that's my question yeah yeah that felt really weird it also is uh, um just what really speaking of Ben there is a scene um where they're in a underground uh, clubhouse um where, that they built and uh there's a part where because for this movie uh you know like the uh kids that were um uh the kids that played you know the kids in the uh, first it came back to uh film these other scenes um and you can tell like some of them have like changed drastically in two years and the biggest ones were um Jeremy Ray Taylor who played Ben and uh Finn Wolfhard who plays uh Richie. And um because Jeremy Ray Taylor's face changed so much they actually had to CGI it to look more younger. And there's a part where there's uh <laughs> like kinda like a shadow cast on him because he's talking to Beverly and Oh my good! The CGI was so cringy on his face. I like, I had to look away, like, and my teeth were clenched. It was so bad. Like, yeah, I that was that was rough. I mean, Richie's like, like that. It completely pulled me out of the scene, dude. I was just like, Ew. yeah, Richie's wasn't that bad. I don't think. Yeah. But Ben's was really bad. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. So, um, yeah, not a big fan. Yeah, I'm I'm not either. I don't know. Like, did they spend all the CGI on Pennywise or what? Because <laughs> th- makes sense. Yeah, th- that's the notion that I was getting. Because, <laughs> and I like even because Jeremy Jeremy Ray Taylor, you know, like did get taller, so that kind of looked even even awkward too. But well, no. At the same time, almost all of them got taller. It's so never mind. But that also still looked awkward too, because it's supposed to be taking place during the exact same summer, and you know they're all like taller than what we saw them last time. So yeah. Um. All right. So Eddie goes to a pharmacy and recovers an inhaler. Um. And that's it. Was very interesting seeing that the pharmacist still works there. Dude, that dude was older than freaking dirt. Seriously. Like, oh. like he looked like he was about to fall apart. <laughs> he legit did. His skin was so dry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like he was hard to look at. <laughs> he really was. And I okay, I I have to admit, it was really funny uh that his daughter was still working there. <laughs> I I have to admit that yeah. that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. That was that was a weird scene too, with Richie or not Richie with Eddie. Yeah, that like 
when he went like you could feel for like the young Eddie when he was down in the the basement doing all the like what he was experiencing. Yeah. That's me but that I that whole scene was funky. Yeah, maybe this is why this movie was kind of less scary for me. It, it just felt kind of weird. And you know, this is what happens in the book, but it's just kind of weird watching adults fight a clown or like deal with what, you know, a clown is dishing out to them. Yeah. So you it's 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 not even that. I think the anticipation was was I think it was a little the movie was a little too easy to read. Like you yes, knew I agree. from like from the first one or who who was the first one to get their their shit? Uh, it was Beverly. Well, or Beverly. Yeah. yeah, you knew as soon as that scene was over and they moved on to uh, uh, Bill and then all the other people. Yeah, yeah. You you knew what was happening. They were going to go get their token. They were going to get scared by Pennywise. And then it was going to move on to the next person. Yeah. And I feel like that pulls away from like the the jump scares that we got in the, from the first one. Because we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, no, we didn't. Like I feel in, and in this one you just you knew you knew you didn't know like in the first one you didn't know what was coming you didn't know when it was coming, this you very well felt when it was coming. Yes, I completely agree. Like I think Bill Scar Bill Scar was fan Bill Scarsgar was again fantastic as Pennywise in this movie, but I oh, fe- he was amazing. In my opinion, I think he to me he was a little scarier in the first one. Maybe that's just because of. Like, like I said, like just him dealing with the adults this time and not the kids. Yeah, and I don't even know if that's like his fault. No, it's I not Bill like Skarsgård's fault at all. Uh huh. Yeah, it's because I feel like they used him too often. Yeah. I mean, but that like I feel like one of the things with Pennywise, like. In like even in the the original, he was very. He was more mocking them than he was trying to scare them. Yeah, I mean and he still I does a little bit. Him trying to mock them. He, the only one I can remember him mocking really was Ben, and that's when he's like getting buried alive, and he's just like, "Oh, after even after all those sit-ups, you're still a little fat boy that can't." I'm sounding like. Fozzy right now, trying to sound like Penny. What the hell are you? I don't know. (laughs) See, I can't do Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise, but just how he's like, you know, even after all those pull-ups and push-ups, you're still a fat little boy that can't, you know, make it on his own and get himself out of trouble. You know, that's the only like real time I saw him like antagonizing that one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, but I feel like. I don't know. Like, with the original, like, in the library scene, wasn't that Ben that he was antagonizing? He was was antagonizing someone. No, that was, I want to say that was actually Eddie that he was antagonizing in the library. Eddie? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I would have almost, like, that, like, I would have almost preferred something like that, where it was... Pennywise just kind of antagonizing them and then left all the horror stuff to like the other people yeah. that he was attacking. Would you still want the uh 
the um, actors also flinching at the balloon popping. Yes. I still think that's so funny. It's <laughs> watching them flinch at it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I would have done yeah, the same that's thing. That's I almost but... would have preferred. Like, he knew that they were there to kill him. Yeah. And I feel like it would have been funny for him to just pick on them, antagonize them while they were trying to collect all this shit. Yeah. And, ba- like, if he knew what their plan was and was just trying to, like, mess with them. Yeah, it's true. Because he's just like, oh, this plan's never going to work. And then, and then if he were, like, and then, the, like, that payoff would have been, like, even funnier if we thought that it did work. And then once Mike went to go put the cap on that thing, if it was just, like, then he starts coming out and being like, oh, you think it'd be that easy? And then all the freaking terrifying Dude, shit. that would have been so awesome if that, I, I mean, like, right? what happens at that part? I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that was cool, but let's not skip ahead yet. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what I would have preferred. I would have preferred less scare. I mean, I think he should have done something to like to scare them, but more of like not a I'm going to terrify you to your core. More of like an antagonizing. Yeah, scare. Speaking of that, the scene with like Richie of like how it shows like flashback of him going through the same scene where he has to go into the basement and you know, like he sees his mom strapped to a chair and he has to, you know, free her. Eddie. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Eddie. I'm sorry. Um, the part where, you know, like it just keeps getting uh, closer. The, um, uh, the leper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like to the point where it's like so close and he's just like, screw it, mom, you're on your own. I was like, Oh damn. <laughs> Because I never thought I'd see um, Eddie do that. Like, Eddie loves his mom. so. Th- yeah, but he likes living more. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's a good point. And I honestly do not blame I him. don't either. But the- <laughs> I'd be out of there, too. I'd be like, like, I would I would get definitely give it, like, a, the old college try. Yeah. <laughs> but once it got, like, close enough where it could touch me, I, I'm out. Uh, like I love you, mom, but it's like you... <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. On <laughs> um, then, dude, when uh, adult Eddie is uh chokes out the leper and then he throws up on him. Oh my god, that was just, freaking disgusting. That was so gross. Yeah, Ugh. dude. So what the hell happened with that scene? Like, was he saying shit to the leper? Like how was he able to overpower? I guess or was that just kind of part? I don't of the, know. I guess he did what they do to Pennywise later on in the movie, which we will talk about. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. All right. Continue. All right. Uh, so after Eddie, uh, Richie goes to an abandoned arcade where he finds a game token, and that is his um, piece that he throws into for a sacrifice. Um, and so speaking of like this flashback that uh. Uh, Caleb brought up with um, Richie. Uh, I think what was he playing? Uh, uh, was it Street Fighter with one of um, um, oh my goodness, what is the um, what's the bully's name? Henry or Bowers, whatever. Yeah. Um, with his well, cousin. Yeah, his cousin. Um, okay, so is this was this just like him? Like, oh, you know, like he wanted a friend, or in in your opinion, was this? spoiler alert was this kind of like his first instance of 
showing that you know Rich Richie is he is kind of uh, gay. I felt that that it was just more like because I I thought that this scene was after like they separated. Yeah. And we're just like, which is weird, dude. Like, because Beverly was in that group when the, like when they split off. Yeah. Like that's what confused me. That's why I thought it was after Pennywise. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. No. This all happens before that. Yeah. No, I, yeah. That that was weird. But. No, it like that scene. It felt more like him just wanting to make a friend. Okay, that, yeah. Now thinking about it, I would agree with you there. Like that, I got my first little hint that maybe like that he was gay, but it was because they basically flat out were making fun of him about it. I would not have pieced that together otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have either. And then, like, they kind of, like, were kind of beating a dead horse when he was outside and being, like, or when he was outside sitting on the bench and Pennywise was on Paul Bunyan. Yeah. And being, like, let's play truth or dare. Oh, wait, no one wants to know or you don't even know what your truth is or something like that. Yeah, and then he's pointing out when uh, the when he uh, is antagonizing the adult Richie and he's just like, oh, you don't want anyone to know your dirty little secret, do you? All that. See, I don't know how I did. Yeah, like, like that's when you're just kind of like, okay, I got it. See, I feel so stupid for not th- that not clicking. Like, was I just yeah, like fully invested in this movie just, or that something? Was like in your face. Apparently, it wasn't that was for like me. A very in your face. I am really stupid. <laughs> Apparently, I, I guess I was just yeah. really invested in this movie, but in essence, I should have still gotten that if I was invested. But I don't know. Maybe I was just really tired and I was not picking up on this stuff. I don't know when this film takes place. I'm assuming it takes place in 2019. 2016, actually. 2016? Yep. Okay. By then, I feel like that lifestyle is a lot more accepted. Oh, yeah. So I feel like he could have honestly just been like, it's 2016, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, no, all of the Losers Club would have been so understanding. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, it that that scene was was weird. Like, and I, like I said, kind of beating a dead horse. We're like, okay, we get it. I'll admit, or I got it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll admit the part with Paul Bunyan that was terrifying. The what they did with that Dude, statue, that was scary. That was awesome. Like how the more he moves, oh the more he keeps gosh. like falling apart. Like, oh, that was yeah. so cool, dude! I freaking like almost shat myself. <laughs> like as soon, like as soon as he sat down and was just like talking, and then he looks up and the and Paul Bunyan's missing. I was just like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. I was like, ah, oh, great, it's starting. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then he, like, shows up, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how do you lose something like that? Uh, but, oh, my gosh, that scene was terrifying. Yeah, it, it really was. All right. After escaping individual encounters with it, the losers use a shower cap from their childhood clubhouse for Stanley, and Mike finds the rock 
that started their fight against the Bowers gang years prior. Bill realizes that it is going after Dean and rushes to a carnival to save him, but he helplessly watches Dean be devoured by it right in front of him. This was so hard to watch. This was depressing. That was dark. Like, oh, that was just watching him, like, plead, like, please, you know, like, don't do it this time. Take me, you know, like, oh, so sad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it wasn't just, like, he got bit or anything. He freaking exploded in a, like, in a burst of blood. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what was rough for me. I was just like, oh, damn. I still think, um, going kind of back to the beginning, uh, there's a part with Pennywise where uh, there's this little girl um, at a, a baseball game with her mom, and she sees a firefly, and she starts following it. And Pennywise, you know, catches it, and he's just like, hello. You know, he starts talking to her and just saying, like, oh, how, you know, no one wants to be. Or, like, well, no, what does he say? He's like, oh, you know, this is your nickname. I know uh, everyone that's your friend calls you this. And she's just, what she say? Like, uh, you're a stranger. You're not my friend. And she starts turning away. I'm like, finally, a smart kid. It's about yeah, time. Exactly. I was just like, you smart. Like, he. But then he He's had to pull saying, like, yeah, like, oh, I'm your friend. I'm Pennywise, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, I don't know you. You're a stranger. And then left. But, and he just, but then he had to then pull the he whole. he started doing the crying. And I was like, wait, what are you doing, you sneaky bastard? <laughs> He's just like, oh, no one ever wants to be friends with the clown because of how I look and all this shit. And then she's just like, you know, I know how you feel because she has a birthmark on her cheek. And he's just like, oh, I can make that poof away. You just need to. You know, come a little closer, and she gets pretty damn close. And I'm like, oh, I know what's about to happen. I know what's gonna happen. And he starts counting down. He's just like one, two, and he pauses for like five seconds um, before he says three. And then she starts turning around, and she's like, "You forgot to say three. And he bites her head off. Like, yep. Oh, that. Loves. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I was still like, damn. Dude, I, like, I didn't even realize, like, notice her birthmark until he started saying, like, oh, like, everyone laughs at me because of how I look. See, I did. And then she kind of turns around, and I was like, oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> See, I didn't actually notice that either, but it's because, um... You know, at the beginning, she's the little girl at the carnival uh, that the two guys are playing a game with, and uh, she lets the one guy win, so he gives her the prize. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, so I thought that maybe that was just like face paint that, you know, like she had put on there. That's what I thought that was. I, I never would have thought that that was a birthmark. So yeah, when, he, when uh, she points that out, I'm like, oh shit, 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 shit. Um... <laughs> So Pennywise always has to get him, doesn't he? Mm. Always. Uh, that might Fetch be my favorite Pennywise moment in this movie. That was a pretty great the, moment. Like it, just how Bill Skarsgård was illuminated and just everything was just perfect about that scene. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, let's see. So, traumatized by his failure to save both Georgie and Dean, 
Bill returns to the Nebolt house to murder it. Bowers attacks and wounds Eddie and Mike, but is killed by Richie. Okay, this scene, you know, like after, you know, he stabs Eddie uh, in the cheek, but then Eddie, uh, you know, is able to pull it out and then stabs um, Bowers uh, in the stomach. Before he leaves, it's he says one of the best lines in the movie, doesn't he say, it's been 30 years, it's time to get a haircut. <laughs> or like that, that mullet <laughs> like died 30 years ago or something. Oh my gosh, uh, dude! That was just Richie great. and Eddie were the comedic highlights of this movie. They were. I mean, that's how it was in the first one too. So yeah. that wasn't really a surprise, and the adults they picked to play them were cast perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Like I didn't know how I was gonna it, feel about the guy uh, that they cast to play Eddie, but he did a fantastic job. He did an amazing job. I loved him. Uh, all right. Um, uh, the rest of the losers depart for the Deanbold house to help Bill. Um, so this is funny when they arrive, how, uh, you know, like they're talking about how, you know, like we all went in there when we were kids, we're going in there again as adults together. And, uh, Bill's just like, come on, Richie, you said it best the first time. He's just like, I don't want to die. He's like, no. He's like, you're lucky we're not comparing dick sizes. He's like, no. Let's kill the seven clown. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, that was that was great. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, I really kind of appreciated the scene when they were in the house when they had the uh, the Stanley, like they had the head that kind of came oh, and yeah. out and grew. The spider legs. Ugh. Oh my gosh, that was disgusting. That was so gross. I had a really hard time watching that. Really? Yeah, because it, it, it's spider legs, and then it's just like coming out of different parts of his body. Like especially the scene with the eye. Okay, like yeah, that was coming out. Yeah, that was pretty eyeball, gross. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you just got a drink. But, you didn't get popcorn, did you? Oh hell no. Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, I just got a drink. Okay. Um, but yeah, that scene was disgusting. So freaking raunchy. Yeah, I, I and, completely agree. But I really appreciated when they were when it was basically trying to rip Richie's face off, and they're fighting it. I really liked how they had Eddie kind of be afraid of it. Yeah, and him just saying like. Like he's basically like weeping, and he's just like, "I'm sorry, I, I'm afraid." And I liked how everyone's reaction wasn't to just immediately attack him. I mean, yeah, Bill kind of did at first. Yeah. But then he kind of was just like, "Listen, this is how like we need to face against this and everything and all that fun stuff." Like I loved that scene. Yeah, I did too. Like, it shows that even adults can get scared. Yeah, no. It's not just kids. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the group descends into a massive cavern beneath the sewers and complete the ritual. But, okay, so before this, um, the part where it's Richie and Eddie, like, where they f- where they face the three doors again, where it says, like, uh, scary, er, I think it says scary. Ver- so, so that was after. Oh, that was, oh, yeah, that was after. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah. 
So when, like, I had a note about this. If that's the exact same place that they faced off against Pennywise in the first one. Yes. Where the hell did the pile of garbage go? Pile of garbage? Yeah, you remember the big-ass pile? Oh, yeah. That all the kids were floating around? Well, I don't know. That might have just disappeared when... Because remember, uh, towards the beginning of the movie, all of the kids that were um, floating just floated out of the sewers. So that might have gone with them. Okay, fair enough. All right. Yeah, that was, like, scary to watch. That was, like, sad watching. Yeah, that was freaking gross. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so... The group descends into a massive cavern beneath the sewers and complete the ritual, but but it is able to withstand the ritual ritual unaffected. It takes on a giant spider-like form with Pennywise's head and pressures Mike into revealing to the losers that the natives who attempted the ritual in the past all perished. Okay, I'll give him this. The spider Pennywise looked a lot better in this one than it did in the original. 100%. Yeah. Um, I feel it could have locked really a little liked better. How, I, yeah, I liked how Pennywise was kind of, when he was revealing that to the the losers, Yeah, that he was still, like, he still had that Pennywise face and look about him mm-hmm. and was kind of crawling around all over wherever. I, I want to, I'm just going to call it, like, their, his impact zone. There we go. Yeah. Like, looking through it and like crawling around everywhere. I really liked that scene. I did I did too. Yeah, I don't yeah, the CGI um, actually looked pretty good on the spider, like I have to admit. It did. It looked really good. Yeah. Um I really liked So this is where they kind of have like their split off where they try to do the ritual and it kind of works. Mm-hmm. But Mike isn't able to fully clothe or close the uh Oh shit! The uh, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, I don't know the, the official term the for box. it. There we go. Let's go with that. Yeah, he wasn't able to completely close the box, and then they kind of they ran off and kind of went on their own like mini adventure again. Mm-hmm. And I really liked each of the their adventures because this is where it was Richie and Eddie with the not scary at all. Yeah. Scary and very scary. It's like he wants you to choose very scary. He's trying to trick us. And then, you know, like they see that shit and he's just, they're just like, he's effing with us this time. This is bullshit. <laughs> Dude, I would have had the same thought. Yeah. Like, I would have gone running and been like, yeah, I'm not going through the not scary at all door. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going through the very scary door because obviously, like, like I would have fallen for that. Yeah, no, I would have and too. Then I would have gone through. And I kind of want to know what was behind the scary door. I do too, dude. Yeah, I was hoping they were gonna open that one. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like, "All right, he's not effing with us." And then they go to the the not scary at all door, and it's the little tiny dog. Oh my goodness, what that turned into was oh my goodness. Oh my gosh! And so many. Distur- I loved Eddie's reaction when they were running back down that hallway they're just like next time we're going with regular scary <laughs> <laughs> uh, i loved that 
again. That scene between them. That, like, it, it's just fu- funny, because it's exactly how I would react. Yeah, no, I'd be the exact same way. Right. Like, I loved how they didn't, like, jump through the door. They were wait waiting for the for something. Yeah. And I just liked how they, they had that waiting moment, because I would have totally been suspicious of that door, too. No, no, I would like, have, too. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the losers are then thrown into nightmarish scenarios, so what happens to Richie and Eddie, that they're all eventually that they all eventually escape from before arriving back in the cavern. Uh, Richie is hypnotized by its hypnotic deadlights. Yeah, I was just like... That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's like getting into like... He's having like an awesome like hero moment and all of a sudden he just goes like ragdoll. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're nightmare scenes. The only one that I actually like really enjoyed... I mean... I thought the one between Richie and Eddie was funny. The one with Ben and Beverly, I thought was total bullshit. Yeah, I I agree. I liked the one that Bill did. That one was cool. That one was really cool. Yeah, like how like he finally accepted that you know it wasn't your fault that your brother died that day. Yeah, and that he's not a bad brother yeah. just because he didn't want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Georgie one time. Yeah, yeah, it's all Pennywise. Like I really like that that chat. I didn't really care that he had to freaking drown Georgie. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. I'm like, okay, but I mean, I was like, okay, not wanting to hang out with your brother that doesn't make you a bad brother, but drowning <laughs> him does. <laughs> I guess I guess that was the only way that he could finally put Georgie at peace. That's dark. <laughs> This is it. This is Stephen King, man. (laughs) Stephen King is dark. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's like, have you Uh, seen Pet Cemetery? No. Oh, not even the original? (laughs) Nope. Oh, well, I know what we're watching on our next movie night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's, that's what I felt. Like, I really liked Ben's. I'm kind of mean bills. That we didn't get yeah, to see one from or bills. Yeah, I re- yeah. Ben and Beverly's was dumb. Like they got separated. Yeah, and then well, I mean, you know, that was the way and that. And then there's just like next to each other. That's yeah. Bullshit. I was like, what the hell? But that's how they found out that they truly love each other. Yeah, like personally, if I were Beverly and someone started like screaming that, I'm like, why the hell do you think that's my priority right now? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying not to drown in blood, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, isn't that's Sorry, the scene man. where Pennywise is taunting Ben, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's when they're getting taunted by like everyone. Yeah. Like Beverly is just reliving all of the moments with like her bully people who were after yeah. her, like her dad and whatever. Which that that shit was weird. Yeah. I think Ben's uh, is really the only one that we actually saw, like, Pennywise in person, like, actually taunting him. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, once Richie is hypnotized by the deadlights, um, he is about to be killed, but Eddie, save, but Eddie saves him being impaled by it in the process. So, I, ne- I don't really remember the original it, and I never read the book, so I literally didn't know who made it and who died. 
So yeah, watching Eddie die that was that was very sad. That was really sad, especially after he had that moment of like he was building up like the courage to go face this clown, and he had that little like I think it was like a gate arrow looking thing. Yeah. That. Yeah, Beverly um, said, uh, "If you believe it kills monsters, it kills monsters." Yeah, like I wasn't expecting it to kill Pennywise by no, no means. Yeah, but it was really said that he had that belief, and then he gets freaking stabbed. Yeah, and yeah. Ugh, so sad, like, like so freaking sad. So Pennywise, you asshole. Yeah, and this is where Bill or where Bill Hader freaking knocked it out of the park with his acting. Yes. Seriously, yeah. So, so um, tuning from that, uh, the losers regroup and realize it can be killed if they stand up to it and make it feel smaller than it actually is. So the way to kill it, aka Pennywise, is basically bully it, bully him into turning back into a baby, because that's literally what they do. This was so freaking dumb. <laughs> it really was. I was just like, what the hell is happening? Okay, so when they were talking about the plan to get Pennywise to go through the cave and have to shrink down, I was like, okay, I can get behind this plan. Like, I can see them doing something funky with this, but yeah, I can I can get behind this plan. Yeah, I can too. And then too. when he cuts them off, I'm like, oh shit, what are they going to do? And then Mike... Frickin' pulls the bullshit line, there's more than one way to make someone feel small. As soon as he said that, I pissed off the people next to me. Because as soon as he said that, I was just like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I love that. No, no. You are not doing this, are you? Yeah, like, I knew exactly where they were going. I'm like, they are they going to treat... Pennywise, how they've been treated. (laughs) (laughs) I really wonder if this happens in the book. I'm sure it does. Um, but I mean, you know, like a lot of people say, Stephen King is not the best when it comes to writing endings, and I think that this part kind of shows it. It does. It so does. Like oh my gosh, so I'm s- bad. Like this is such I'm sorry, this is such a dumb way to kill it. Like yeah, I this just doesn't make sense. This is how you kill Pennywise. Yeah, exactly. You literally bully him into back into birth. <laughs> Dude, I almost would have preferred like this is what I would have done personally. I would have had them not be able to do the ceremony yeah have the entire sequence with with them being separated and whatever with with pennywise comes down and then have mike or bill or someone start doing the ceremony but kind of doing it on the on the run yes so maybe like starting the fire throwing the stuff in and then tossing it to each other yeah that would have been actually really cool and then doing like 
then have it end up back in the center and then them start doing like the chant. Okay, yeah, that would have actually been really Pennywise cool. In. That would have been much better than bullying him into a baby <laughs> and then ripping out his heart. Yeah, the, uh, I was like, oh, like, are uh, you shitting me? <laughs> dude, when he was, when, uh, wasn't it, um, it's Mike who rips out his heart, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, I got flashbacks of Cult of Chucky when, uh, Andy's, uh, r- uh, ripping out, uh, um, the, uh, gun from, uh, the Chucky doll that he sent. He's like, uh, ripping out all of his insides and getting the gun. I don't know why, but I got like flashbacks to that when that scene was going on. Dude, I got flashbacks to Temple of Doom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I almost wanted to just start saying like, Kalima. Because <laughs> 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 that was the end. Oh my gosh, so bad. Yeah, I, d- I don't get that. I don't. Like, I was almost expecting a PSA after the movie was over to be like, don't bully, kids. <laughs> Dude, that would so funny. Uh, like, the more you know. <laughs> it's like, even a clown can't avoid bullying. <laughs> Dude, so freaking bad. I, I did not care for that I, at all. I, I didn't either. <laughs> Alright. Um... So, Eddie dies from his injuries, sadly, despite Richie's attempts to save him. And the part where they, um, you know, like, they exit the house before it all collapses, his fate, Richie's reaction just, like, trying to, you know, tear away from the other losers holding him back, saying, you know, like, he's still alive, we can still get to him. A true testament to how great of an actor Bill Hader is. Oh, absolutely. All right, um... The remaining losers return to the quarry where they once swam together. Beverly, who has realized it was Ben who wrote the letter, shares a kiss with him and the two start a romantic relationship. And it was so cute that they kissed underwater. Like, aww. Yeah, I saw that coming from a billion miles away. (laughs) Uh, Richie returns to the bridge where he had once carved his initials and those of another person, now revealed to be Eddie. And apparently that still didn't kick into my head what was going on. Man, I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I I felt like that one was a bit weird, but it, I mean, it worked. It did. It wasn't like super out there, but it wasn't super earned either. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Let's see. Mike decides to move out of Derry to start a new life. I thought that was actually really cool. I really liked that. I appreciated that too. Uh, the losers all receive. I don't know grammar. Apparently, postum. Okay, you're gonna have to say this word. Uh, what is it? Where did it go? P o s t h u m o u s. Uh, spell that again. P o s t h u m o U.S. Posthumous? Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> so the losers all received posthumous letters from Stan- Stanley explaining that he believed he would have held them back but knew they could defeat it if they were brave without him. So it was really sad 
basically because you know Stanley couldn't believe that he could defeat it if he went along, just because they all had to be there, he had to commit suicide so he could take himself out of it, out of the picture. Yeah, I felt like he could have just not gone. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have worked though. They wouldn't have been able to kill it. Yeah, they could have just done like. How do you know though? He could have just not gone, and they just grab a token for or for Stanley. Because uh, Pennywise even points out when they're at the uh, the Chinese place, like, oh, I guess uh, Stanley couldn't uh, make the cut or something like that. He would have uh, done something and been like, oh, there's still one remaining. You can't, you know, kill me with uh, just you guys. It has to be the complete losers club. They could have if they just bullied him like they did. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I can't argue with you there. (laughs) Okay. So is that all the story? Yep, that is all the story. Alright, so what are you thinking with this? Um, I... It's definitely not as strong as the first um, It, but a lot of people even say that about uh, the second half of the book. Um... So, just kind of under, it's understandable um, that the story of this one kind of suffered from the original. Um, I'm in like the 80s for a uh, score for the story. What about you? I'm actually in the 80s for the for the first one. I'm at like 75 with this one. Cause you know, you know it, I actually I don't know this one just didn't hold up. No, it doesn't. I definitely agree. And you know, actually I, I, I can agree with you on 75. 75. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the story was good. If you don't look that hard at it. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did it feel like a three hour movie to you? It felt long. See, it didn't feel long to me for some reason. I don't know there why. There's some scenes that made it feel a little longer than it huh. than it was. Because honestly, to me, it flew by. It did not feel like three hours. Maybe it's just me. All right. So writing. How do I, you feel the writing worked? Because I, I feel f- the writing was a little bit better than the story. It was. It definitely was stronger. Um, yeah. Like there were very like their individual parts that kind of with including the writing uh, with like the dialogue between characters and whatnot yeah that felt very strong to me it was just how all that writing worked into a story that kind of brought it down yeah i'll give you that so i'm i'm personally sitting around like an 80 maybe like an 8 or like a 77 what about 78 i can do 78 okay all right, now on to acting. So I have Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, James McAvoy, Jay Ryan, James Ranzor, and Isaiah Mustafa, and Bill Skarsgård. I didn't include the actor or like the kid actors, and I didn't include uh, Henry Bauer. That's fine. And yeah, but I included or and I didn't include Stanley either. Okay, you didn't. Yeah, 
just because okay. he was he wasn't a big part. I, That's I just true. Wanted to focus on the main people that had like the biggest impact in this. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, so first off, Jessica Chastain as Beverly Marsh. I think she did a really good job. I think she did too. I didn't really buy her her acting a little like at times. I'll give you that. Um, she definitely was not my favorite out of uh, the Losers Club adult actors. Um, but she definitely like hers was actually the weakest. See, actually, I feel different. I don't know. To me, who actually, you feel the, did the what the worst, or like who? Who do you think? The did? guy that actually played Ben. I feel he was actually the weakest to me. Really? I don't know. Maybe. I think he was definitely like lower on the scale, but I think he was definitely better than Jessica. <sighs> yeah. Now thinking about it. Yeah, like going back to like some of the the scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. Yeah, he was better than her. I apologize. Yeah, like, his, like with all right with Jessica, and she's not a bad actress. No, she's not. All. It's more with. So the guy that played adult Ben was Jay Ryan. Yeah, I feel like his because he does a lot of. Uh, uh, what is it like more romantic stuff so his romantic beats were very on point i would definitely agree they were yeah and like that's what kind of what brought his score up for me he was like very good at playing with those romantic parts right, Jessica Chastain, she was just she was more like average throughout the entire film y- yeah i'd have to yeah i'd have to agree <laughs> So I take back so my comment. Think, yeah, what are you thinking with her? Uh, I'm in like the 70s. What about you? I'm in the 70s as well. Like like a 72? That's actually like exactly where I was thinking. I was like, it's, she wasn't bad enough for like a 70, but she wasn't good enough for a 75. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, so perfect. 72 I can do. Sweet. All right, next up we got Bill Hader that played Richie. He was actually, like, the standout for He me. was honestly the best, besides, I mean, of course, Bill Skarsgård is Pennywise, but he was, like, the best performance of the whole movie. I 100% agree. So he's pretty high for me. Yeah. Like, I'd, he's I'd definitely in the too. 90s. He's... Yeah, I'm not super sold on like a 95. No, but maybe like well, so like I'm, I'm like 91. Okay, I'll give you 91. Cool. All right. Next up, we got James McAvoy as Bill. He did fantastic as well. Like you told me, he, uh, he I was think, another outstanding. Yeah. Um, I want to say you told me last night. Um, he had the stutter down perfectly. He did. He, fantastic job by him with that. Um. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say maybe like in the eighties for him, like the high eighties? I'm I'm thinking high eighties, maybe like. I think he was definitely a few points below Bill Hader. Yeah, I agree. But not a lot. So maybe if if we give Bill Hader a ninety-one, I may. 
thinking maybe like an 89? 89. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, we're freaking in sync, dude. Yeah, dude. No kidding. <laughs> All right. Jay Ryan, who played Ben. I would say for me, like, he's like at like maybe like the high 70s, low 80s. I can't decide which way I'm, to tilt him. I'm sitting at like 75 with him. Like, uh, his acting was really, really on point when it was the romantic beats. Everything else, it it just felt, I don't know, like, like he didn't know what he was quite doing. I, f- I still feel he did. Um, and maybe it's, you know, he wasn't given a lot of direction with Ben. Because, let's face it, with Ben, when he's grown up, literally the only character um, arc he gets is, oh... You know, like you see Beverly again, you get to you. You know, you finally get her. That's that's literally all that adult Ben gets to do. Um, so in that aspect, I think he did a really good job. So okay, I don't know, like maybe what what grade were you saying? I was saying seventy five. About a seventy seven. I could be talked up. Seventy seven. Seventy seven. Yeah, I can do seventy seven. Perfect. All right, next we got James Ranzor as Eddie. I would put and him... I think he was... I'd probably give him actually the same score as James McAvoy. I would too. He did amazing. He really did. Like, he was at... Um, those those three were incredible as the adult versions of these kids. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, these... These guys pulled off like the the younger or like the adult version of these kids almost flawlessly. Yes, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, him and and Richie, like I felt like that they were just like riffing off each other, and that worked so well. Well, yeah, no, because that's how it is in the first one too. So made complete sense. Yeah. So eighty nine. I I'm very happy with an eighty nine. Sweet. Okay, uh, next, or for the last one of the Losers Club, we got Isaiah Mustafa as Mike. So I think he is definitely higher than Ben. We got. Uh, I do too. I don't think he's up with like James McAvoy and. No, so James I'm thinking Ranzor. he's in like the low 80s. That's I'm, yeah. I'm thinking think? just an 80. About an 81. 81? Uh, I can do 81. He was Excellent. he was good. I felt like he he was kind of the leading force of this movie. He was and I think he actually did really good with what kind of what he was given because um Andy Muschietti kind of changed uh how it is in the book because in the book um Mike is the bookworm when he's a kid and then you know he kind of turns into that as well as an adult, you know, being obsessed with dairy. Whereas in his Andy Muschietti's version, Ben's the bookworm, and then Mike, like honestly, I feel in the first it, Mike didn't really have a character. In this one, he actually did. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, he, yeah, I I really liked Mike's character, but honestly, I do see myself kind of forgetting his role. I'll give you that. Okay, so 81 for 
Isaiah. All right, last but definitely not least, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. 100. I am 100% okay with doing that. Yes. <laughs> Dude, he does, he does so good. He really does. Oh, He's so Dude, fantastic. Dude, the only time... Like, I've told you this. He has the Heath Ledger effect on me. I cannot see, for the life of me, Bill Skarsgård in Pennywise. Yeah, no, I can't either. It, no matter how hard I try, I, I don't see Skarsgård. All I see is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Yeah. Even with the scene that he ha- he shared with uh, Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah, where he, um, like, uh, like, claws his face into that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even with that, I could not see Bill Skarsgård. I couldn't either. So, uh, oh my gosh. He's freaking amazing, dude. He really is. Oh, I love him as Pennywise so much. I want more of him. Dude, so do I. <laughs> like, if they do a, a It 3, I'm super pumped. Yeah, I just hope that the script's good enough if they do decide to do it that it's good enough for Bill Skarsgård to come back. Agreed. I I think if they like so that was a one thing of that I didn't bring up during the news, but it wasn't really news. He's down to do an it three. It's just he the script has to work for him, which is completely and, understandable. Yeah, and I respect that so hard. Especially I, I do being too. Such a big fan of Pennywise. Yeah, that I I I appreciate. He's not just in it for the paycheck. He wants this character to be treated right. Yeah. All right. So, doing all of the the math on that, our acting grade for it chapter two is an eighty five point six. It's not bad. Definitely not bad. All right. Moving on to character development. Um, who should I think we should do Bill? I think he had the biggest arc more yeah, or less he, he, he did i definitely agree yeah so it wasn't like a super amazing arc i mean it was just him like remembering everything and just kind of having that guilt over what happened to georgie yeah but he did like kind of grow from his experiences with Georgie and the kid and kind of realizing hey it wasn't my fault that I wanted to just kind of be hang out with myself or Mm -hmm. just kind of be alone yeah but I mean you don't really get to see that progression very well no you don't yeah you don't see it until like actually Pennywise shows it to him yeah so I'm I'm kind of sitting at an 85 with his development I'm perfectly fine giving it that. Sweet. All right, music. So this is out of 10. How do you think the music worked? Overall, I mean, I think it uh, was just as good as, like, the first one. Uh, It was at the proper moments, and I I enjoyed it. Like, there wasn't really any, like, standout music for me. All right. Um, but uh, I mean, um, overall, it was it was still very good. So you're so. thinking like eight? Yeah, I can give it an eight. 
All right, moving on to effects. This is out of 100, and we did have some issues with the CGI. Yes, we did. Um, overall, though, the effects weren't half bad. They weren't. I think they actually um, improved the effects when it comes to Pennywise in this one. I, I, I agree with that. Definitely totally. looked a lot better. Um, there were some scenes in the first one where, especially when his face was getting distorted, that it felt like it was very rubbery. Yes. But in this, they definitely fixed the, the rubbery issue. I just wish they could have fixed so, more of the uh, kids' CGI faces. <laughs> yeah. It's really, like, like... Yeah, the, that brings it down for me a lot. And so it sucks I'm, because I'm there's, like, like, some... 80. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just saying, like, I'm I'm sitting around an 80 with effects. I, I they were overall good. It was just those kids' faces. Yeah, like, there are, like, scenes where uh, the faces are making those two look younger. It looks great. It actually looks very believable. But then you go to another scene, and you're just like, how did that pass the editing room? Yeah, it's just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Like I said, I'm sitting around 80. Where are you sitting at? I I can give it an 80. 80? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Moving on to costumes. And I feel like this is very, like, Pennywise specific. Yeah. I mean, his costume's fantastic. I love how he looks. It is really good. Like, honestly, (sighs) what is this out of? Out of 10. Um, so are we just judging Pennywise's costume? Are we judging the uh, adults' clothes at all? No, it's it's overall. Okay. So I'm, a, I mean, it, with Pennywise brings the score up a lot for me, but it's not a perfect ten. No, it's not. So I'm like, I'm thinking like eight or nine. Honestly, because of Pennywise, I'd give it a nine. Nine. Yeah. That seems fair. All right, and then last, as a horror thriller movie, how, what grade would you give it? I mean, overall, I think the story flowed as best as it could. Um, it's just for some reason, it just doesn't have the like scare impact that the first one did, and I think it's just because maybe it's adults fighting a, a clown, and it, it just seems a little awkward. Um, yeah, I think it was def like for me, it was definitely predictability. Yes, I I completely agree. Like, you, I, the scares were 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 not half bad, but you just they knew weren't. they were coming, oh, and it yeah. kind of just pulls away from from them. Yeah, I'm at like uh, like a like a seventy seven. I can do seventy seven. Like yeah. it, it was. It was definitely good. It just wasn't like flawless. Yes, like I've seen, I've seen scarier. (laughs) Yeah, I have too. Like that projector scene in the first one. Holy shit! (laughs) That was see, like I wanted a scene like that in this one. Yeah. All right, so that concludes this breakdown, and that brings our. Grade for it, chapter two, two. Drum roll. 
Sorry, it's hard to do one-handed. We're a little late on the drum roll, dude. Shit. Well, well, excuse me for trying. (laughs) Okay, so our grade is a B-. minus. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Sitting at an 81.95%. Dude, that's legit what the audience score is on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's an eight. Well, uh, okay, so we gave an eighty-one. Yeah, eighty-one. Uh, okay, it, it it's at an eighty there, but still, it's a B minus, so same thing. Yeah, but so it is. It's like a solid. Yeah, it's a solid B minus. Yeah, I don't think it deserves any lower, and it doesn't deserve any higher. Yeah, it's, it's a solid B minus. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I guess that concludes uh, this week's episode. Yeah, I'd say so. The podcast, or I forgot, I was, we usually compare it to something. So, oh yeah, it's on par with Good Boys. Okay, I can agree with that. It's a little, or it's a little worse than Lion King and Toy Story Four. Uh, it's barely better than Aladdin. I think I can agree with that. And yeah, we don't have very many B minuses for uh for a grade. Hmm. What did a child's we play a get? A lot of Bs and what? What did we get? Child's play. Uh, child's play is sitting at a B. Oh, okay. So it's two points higher than child's play. Gotcha. Okay. Now you mean two points lower. No, it's two points. Or child's play is two points higher than. Oh, it. okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's sitting at an eighty-one, and child's play is sitting at an eighty-three. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely agree so with that. B minus with that score. Yeah, I am too. It's like a perfect grade for this movie. All right. Well, I don't think we know what we're doing for next episode. Yeah, we're kind of just making it up as we go along until Caleb gets back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But if you like this episode and want to hear more, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. There's also a couple new places that I submitted our podcast, but uh, they haven't been released yet, so we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you can also check out all of our content. It's on YouTube. Uh, new videos should be headed your way soon-ish, maybe. Um, we just got to film it. Might them? be a little spotty just because I'm gone. Yeah. But we'll we're we're going to try and work on getting something done with YouTube, so we have a little bit more consistency there. Um. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook at facebook.com/slash the Albros. We are on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at the Albros, no punctuation. Uh, our email is thealbroschannel at gmail.com. And if you want to s- send us a movie you want us to break down, showdown idea, uh, Dreamcast topic, if you want to be on the show, yeah, email us, message us on social media, or you, there's like a form you can fill out on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. So yeah, hit us up. Yes, please. Please do. Yeah. 
Yeah, we would love to hear from you. And like I said, we don't know what we're doing next week. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. <laughs> I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. It's back, baby. <laughs> I have to admit, Vic actually did pretty good with that last week. It's kind of a mix between Herbert and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's what I got from it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>